Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Central Texas Life with Ann Harder. Hello, everybody, and welcome to uh, Central Texas Life. And we are going to talk about live local music. And the local music scene in Waco is alive and well, right? That's right. We've got Jacob Green, Dave Ennis. Jacob, of course, along with his lovely wife, Katie, owns Stay Classy Waco, a fabulous venue for live musicians like Dave Ennis. And, uh, oh, yeah, you. yeah, That's... of course... You're so sweet. <laughs> well, because Dave, you are doing something very special and new at yeah. Stay Classy Waco, which is located right on Austin Avenue, right around the corner. Yeah, from where we sit at this moment, and um, right across I don't, the street from the Hippodrome. Across, for those who don't know, it's next to the barber shop, which is fantastic. <laughs> I got my hair cut there and my beard trimmed. Just, yeah, just, just for this. That was one Shout of the things champions. I was so excited about. <laughs> about working at Classy was I'd get, you know, I could just go next door and read the paper and uh-huh. get a haircut. And delicious Italian food. Right at Portofino's. Portofino's is right next Absolutely. door. It's a, it's a lovely little section of Austin Avenue. And, um, Dave, but what you've done, which is different, I think, from most live music venues, is you have purchased a fabulous piano. Mm. And Jacob, you have built a stage for That's it, right. and you've got a permanent fixture. Well, for they, we Dave. hatched this idea together. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Katie and Jacob were over at our house for brunch one day, and and you know we just started brainstorming. I said, you know, just I've got something I want you to put in just the back of your head. Put it Speak on the back it into burner existence. and think about it. But this is an idea. Adrian and I've been talking it over. I've always been kind of looking for a a place that that I could in retirement that I could just, you know, play piano and, and, you know, just be able to walk in and sit down and play and, uh, and not have to bring all your equipment because, well, yeah, yeah, wouldn't it be neat if we could do that at your place? You don't have to answer me now. Just think about it. He says, or it was either Jacob or Katie said, we don't have to think about it. That's perfect. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's go right now. So then after that, it was just coming up with the logistics. And so I, they built me a stage. Mm-hmm. As you said, I brought in a beautiful Petrov uh, Grand. It is an amazing instrument. Um, I'm, I'm so pleased to have it. Yeah, I know. Your lovely wife, Adrian told me that that was something you have always wanted to own. This, that was sort of a bucket list item for you that you've yes. always wanted to own a, a Petrov. Yes. Well, 
there's there's a lot to that story, but just in a nutshell, yeah, I'm just thrilled to have this yeah. particular piano. Um, and, and that it was you know, locally I, found. I had, yeah, I had looked at a Steinway. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. That's not a bad brand I'd of piano. Yeah. A, you know, I have a Kawaii grand at mm-hmm, home. Right. And, you know, I'd looked at some Yamaha C7s and what have you, but this one was just perfect for, for uh, it's great for jazz and uh, uh, has a really tight low end. It just is an amazing, you know, bell like high end. So, anyway, without getting too much into it. So, I, I, uh, Put in the sound system, and we're continuing to work on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the stage is right up front, huh? Right there, you get to greet everyone as they walk in. That's right. <laughs> oh, it's it's wonderful, and uh, it, the setup is is great. I know that a lot of folks have been coming to stay classy, That's Waco, right. to enjoy a adult we've beverage had, we've or had not. Capacity and, crowds. Yeah, yeah. I have How wonder many times crowds. I played there by myself. Uh, so th- to this weekend would be your third time, I think. Yeah. Um, just getting this started. Yeah, really. we're just rolling, yeah. and we actually had mm-hmm. to potentially turn people away the last time Dave played. Um, I guess you do have rules about how many people yeah yeah Yeah. well that's exciting i I do want to talk a little bit more about this petrov because i i did do a little research on the piano that Mm -hmm. uh antonin petrov in 1864 built the first one um but prague in right and uh since then 635,000 of them have been have been built but they're they're regarded for their soft gentle rounded romantic tone yes any co- comment about that? Well, they it, the thing is that the piano is designed to where the soft pedal, which is the pedal on the left, there's three pedals. The one on the right is sustained, and then the one in the middle is so if you hold that, when you hit a note and you hold that down, it only sustains the notes that you were playing when you pushed that pedal. Hmm. The rest hmm. of them continue to not be sustained unless you push the pedal on the right, which is sustained. And then the pedal on the far left is the soft pedal. Um, and with the Petrov, it really changes the tone, but it's a, it's a, and as you say, it's a soft, very warm tone. And then when you let off of it, it gets the more of the bell sound. So I, you know, I actually use that pedal a lot because it offers that, that sort Mm -hmm. of variation of tone. Uh, but yeah, it's, you know, a lot of times a soft pedal on a piano just, you know, makes it softer. But this actually is, you know, a way to to uh, control the, the timbre of it. Yeah. Well, again, obviously, virtuoso pianist here. <laughs> well, I don't no, know I mean, about that. <laughs> no, journeyman, really maybe. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's say journeyman. But, Jacob, I want to talk a little bit about, now, you're a musician, too. Sure. Tell me a little bit about your music journey. Well, it... Uh, are you still playing? Or are you... Yeah, I, I tinker. Uh-huh. Uh, I've I played in a few bands. We did a few tours in college. I thought I was going to be some famous musician. Uh, I, it didn't turn out that way, but I get to hang out with famous musicians. Uh, really? So, you know one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my journey has always been around music. And, you know, I think I've finally, when we moved here with Keep Waco Loud, we just saw that opportunity uh, to surround ourselves with music because it makes us happy, both me and my wife. So that's kind of been my journey with music, I guess. Well, let's talk a little bit more about Keep Waco Loud. How many years ago now did you and Katie? 2019. Okay, we yeah. So in uh, May of 2019. And and the genesis of that was, I mean, you you love to go and hear live music. Exactly. But you were finding yourself going out of town. Yeah, we were. <laughs> it's funny. We were going between Dallas and Austin, spending so much money on gas, 
we got to the point where we were going to get an apartment in Dallas. We were like, whoa, whoa okay, let's take a break here. Uh, <laughs> this is crazy. Uh, and then we started searching around Waco and we found all these very, very talented musicians that yeah. didn't quite have a platform that uh, they they were owed. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like the genesis of Keep Waco Loud. Right. You and, and Katie are so community minded. That's they one of the are. things Adrian and I just fell in love with them instantly <laughs> because they've they got very giving hearts and they're very sort of uh energetic and and entrepreneurial but very That's inclusive kind of and, and thank you yeah yeah that well let's just you know those are traits that that adrian and i find very attractive and so it was just a match made in heaven i oh. think yeah. Not unlike yourself. <laughs> All those things for you, too. Well, it, you know, that's what makes it such a joy for me to, to get to talk about this and, and what the plan is uh, for you. And Because, Dave, you're going to be regular, very regular there mm-hmm. at Stay Classy Waco. Every Can Thursday you... in perpetuity, I think the contract <laughs> read. That's right. <laughs> yes, in perpetuity. But it's, a, it's during the happy hour. It's not late at night, mm-hmm. right? At some point, we'll have to make the stage bigger so I can get my motorized wheelchair back there. <laughs> If we're going to go with perpetuity. A little, little hairpin turn well, yeah, there to we'll get up that. and back to that. <laughs> we don't have to re-examine that till I get to that <laughs> But I know you said uh, other musicians have come in to uh, to play there at Stay Classy, right. and they've been wanting to play that piano, and it's well, we not just no, right? Well, we off with a stick. <laughs> yeah, that, that, one's, that one's mine. The sign. Yeah. That one's mine. They can bring their own. <laughs> Well, and uh, also, I'm going to be there uh, this Saturday at, well. Whenever this airs. Whenever this airs, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but starting in January, I'll be Saturday from 8 to 10, and then the following oh, Friday, okay. 8 to 10, and then and that just goes back and forth. So, And we're starting with Thursday from 5 to 7, and if, you know, if the crowds are capacity every night, we'll add another. Need to add another show. We'll look at it anyway. Yeah. And and the the reason why I said instantly yes to Dave is because we kind of always had it in our head that we wanted to have a regular, well-known player and uh, just meeting Dave and just seeing how cool he was and knowing yeah. Restless Heart was such a uh, part of my childhood. Uh, it's funny, when I first met him, I, I didn't remember Restless Heart, the band, and then he left. And I looked up all the songs. I was like, oh, my God, that is my childhood. <laughs> well, I, and I immediately I did. called my mom. <laughs> oh, right on. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you ever told well, me that. I well, I, I did the same thing because uh, when I first met Dave, not quite a year ago, in February mm-hmm. it'll be a year yeah. that we met, and you played That's for right. me for a little little gig I That's had right. for well, a little church. It was at Valentine's Day. Right, because you called Gary over at our, Woodway. I Bank. called our minister of music at uh, First Gary Woodway, Rhodes. Gary Rhodes. He had mm-hmm. met you, and he knew that you liked playing the old songs that I do, the old right. standards. 40s jazz, yeah. And um, anyway, I, I thought it was going to be a Baylor student because he has so many <laughs> Baylor musicians. that, And so I was expecting a Baylor kid to, to answer the phone. I thought, doesn't sound like a Baylor kid, you know. <laughs> and then I said, I, of course, I was sort of in a panic and, and needing your assistance in yeah, very short order. I, it was, day, a, it yeah. was, a, yeah, it was a real emergency situation. Wow. And you said, yeah, I can play for you. So then I'm explaining some other things, and one song that is a regular request of me is the Mississippi Squirrel Revival, <laughs> and I only do it in a program if I'm asked ahead of Ray time, but Stevens I was. That's a so, so I'm asked, right. you go, what? And I said, Mississippi Squirrel Revival, and I'm thinking, he, and I could hear you were 
looking up something about oh yeah 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 okay yeah, of course Stevens, i yeah. didn't know at the time he knows ray stevens yeah, that's, <laughs> we were on his show he's playing on shows with ray stevens yeah so so i get off the phone with yeah, you yeah. and i google dave ennis and it just pops up musician and i'm thinking <laughs> This guy is no. a big deal and I'm restless heart. Up. I, well, of course, and so so then the restless heart. I read all this. I didn't know all this, and um, and I'm starting to look at all the tunes, and I'm going, I know every one of these songs. Right. I know all these songs all because I was working in country radio at Waco 100, doing morning news right. when they were churning hit after hit after hit after hit. And that was the soundtrack of my work day. That is so cool. So, well, I'm going to be playing, you know, Restless Heart You have a wonderful repertoire of Restless Heart. I'm going to be playing a little jazz, a little blues. Uh, I'm you do it all. Playing music from the 70s like James Taylor and yeah. the band and, and uh, Elton John and Ray Charles. Uh, I'm going to do theme nights. Like I was thinking maybe I'd do a Rat Pack night, do a bunch of Sinatra. And, oh, yeah. And... Uh, you know what have you stuff that fits in with that little shammy day you have a very a vast repertoire which is what makes it so much fun because as you say you can do uh, various things and kind of tweak things for your crowd yeah and i like my sets to be eclectic too because Mm -hmm. and i've had you know a lot of positive response on that i do old-timey country like ray price ernest oh yeah yeah i do johnny cash and willie nelson and folks love it on and on yeah yeah (laughs) But when um, I heard you play James Taylor the other night, I, Mike and I were supposed to go hear him in concert, and then COVID happened and all that, yeah. and I'm I'm not sure I'll ever get a chance to see James Taylor. Oh, and I no. thought, this is a pretty good substitute. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell you that, but I thought... Uh, that's that's going a little I, deep there. No, Ann. no, no. Well, you don't sound as much like him. <laughs> but, man, it was it was great to hear to hear that oh, music. I, Again, I like that of our song, youth, of my childhood, for sure. Well, what's also nice, uh, Dave also has a giving heart. He yeah. wants to help mentor, you know, musicians around. And, that's and, right. Uh, and he wants to bring them up to perform with them, which is... And you you were at that show, and you yeah. got to see Chloe. And, She's uh, amazingly and talented. Yeah. yeah, and Matthew, he's a very good guitar player. They're in a group called Sun, and uh, mm-hmm. we put them on the stage for the Cultural Arts Fest, and we've kind of been having a, a relationship with them, trying to... You know, they're only 19 and 20 years old. Yeah, young, young yeah. musicians. And to just have a wealth of information from this guy, Dave. Oh, what they can learn yeah, from you. It's amazing. Well, I met their folks, because they came, Chloe... And Matthew uh, performed with me on whatever that last Thursday. Was it last Thursday? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And uh, they came from Houston, and they are just delightful <laughs> that people. Is yes, and Adrian really cool. hit it off with them, too, so I bet we see more of them. But Adrian, uh, I, I told him they could come over and use my recording studio, mm-hmm. and so they came over and uh, Adrian made dinner for everybody. So they sat down <laughs> to dinner. By the end of dinner, Adrian was going... Can we adopt Chloe, please? <laughs> and then so we were offering them, you could come over here and do your laundry. <laughs> but they they loved, may do that. They loved working in the studio. And, yeah. and uh, it was an original song. It was very good. And so I've just kind of, you know, been uh, mentoring them a bit there. Mm-hmm. But also I wanted to get Chloe. She has an amazing voice. And so I had talked to her about doing some Christmas music, right? Because mm-hmm. tis the season. And so, you know... Uh, she she uh, uh, came with, I think she did Sleigh Ride and uh, 
White Christmas, mm-hmm. and and she was just wonderful with it. And also, I was thinking about doing like a French cafe oh. set yeah. with her. Yeah. And uh, she wants to do like a Fleetwood Mac set. So I was <laughs> like, you know what? I'm I'm completely open to whatever is you know as long as it's fun. That's that's in retirement. You know, I did a lot of things in my career that weren't fun. A lot of it was grueling. Yeah. A lot of it was involved a lot of hard travel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not complaining because I right. feel very blessed to have had the career that I've had. Yeah. But now that I have decided to, you know, quote, retire, I just want to do stuff that I want to do that that's, that's gives back to the community and that, you know, was helpful, interesting, where there's a love vibe and a lot of joy that comes with it. And where I'm having fun, and and I love to entertain people. I love to see their reactions, to include them. I I like to be very inclusive with the people that come to see me because, Mm -hmm. you know, I appreciate them being there, right? Sure, yeah. So when people walk in the door, I go, hey, welcome, you know. (laughs) And I tell you, it's so funny because somebody at some point last Thursday started feeling like it was a lot like, you know the show Cheers. Did you ever see that? Oh yeah. It was the precursor oh. to you know Friends for all <laughs> yeah, you young people right. out there. Check out Cheers. But then you know Sam Malone and Norm and and what was the postman Cliff Cliff Clavin the know it all that lives with his mom. Right. Anyway, yeah, my wife. Whenever I act like a know it all, she says, "Okay, Cliff." Cliff. <laughs> but anyway, people were you know were laughing about that because they found themselves singing and. Oh, yeah. You know, and laughing and, and smiling. And that's the whole and point. A good so then they got to where whenever anybody would come in, they'd go, hey, Norm, which is what they did on the TV <laughs> show. I missed that. That's so that's funny. So funny. I decided as a result of that, because I was having, you know, I was getting a kick out of that. So I decided I'm going to start my sets with the theme song from Cheers. That's a great idea. And then I'm going to end it with Cheers. That's Unless, cute. Although Jacob wanted me to end with. I thought your song was New York, New York. New York. Yeah, yeah, that was a song we sang about. Uh, it's a, our karaoke go-to. Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you what. Night. Yeah, yeah. Because that will be, uh, you know, I'll do New York, New York, uh, you know, as part of the uh, uh, Rat Pack thing for oh, sure. Oh, that's perfect. Well, I, yeah. I see Strangers Stay, stay Classy becoming as iconic as the as the Cheers bar in Boston. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, and yeah, because it, it reminded me, I've only been to Nashville once, of course, your stomping grounds. Um, but so many of the of the pubs and the the nightclubs along the way, you know, have the piano and and it's it's just music. It's centered around the live music. Frozen, frozen. Heroes, gonna tell you about Frozen, Frozen, Heroes, gonna tell you about. Hey, I'm Zach. And I'm Mike. And we have a fantastic new podcast to tell you about, Bros, Foes, and Heroes. It's the two of us looking into the world of comics, breaking down some characters that you may have never heard of, and some that are just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, so Zach comes up with a character each time, and uh, I go into it just completely blind. I don't know who this person is or what their abilities are or anything, and and basically I guess we kind of go over their origin story, 
and just some of the ridiculous stuff that maybe especially Golden Age stuff. Oh, Golden yeah. Age stuff is always the best, and we will make sure to highlight all of the shenanigans and just absolute weirdness yeah. of everything. Yeah. That's right. So subscribe today and uh, follow us on Instagram at Bros Bros Heroes. And if you don't, I know where you live. Not really, but please subscribe. <laughs> Frozen, heroes, gonna tell you about Frozen, Frozen, heroes, gonna tell you about. Welcome to One Star Rewind a new podcast about those dreaded one-star reviews that every business owner hates to receive, but yet every customer loves to read. During this podcast, we will peel back that one-star review to better understand how it happened, when it happened, and what the business owner is doing after receiving that one-star review. This podcast will be about love, hate, and laughter. On One Star Rewind, we will meet with real business owners will tell their stories and how they do rely on reviews for their business. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or download us at roguemedianetwork.com. Please subscribe, but only rate and review for not a one-star review. Join us each time for a new review and a new story. I'm April. Hi, I'm Caroline. And we have a new podcast for you. What's it called, Caroline? Uh, Bloody Happy Hour. It's going to be your new favorite guilty pleasure. We're going to talk about some bloody stuff. Serial killers. True crime. Rape. <laughs> Rapists. Why not join us? We'll have a good time. You literally never know. I don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> bloody Happy Hour. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Right. Well, you know, the lower Broadway scene in Nashville. But there's other places. Mm -hmm. There's a place called the Station Inn that is, uh, it used to be in kind of a, uh, you know, a rundown part of town, but now the rundown part has gentrified around it. Oh, sure, it. yeah. It's called the Gulch, and it's, you know, there's all, there's hotels and really nice restaurants and this and that and the other. It's very interesting, and it's kind of a, a downtownish location, but, uh, you know, it remains there. But, the, you know, this is the thing I love about Stay Classy is beside it's a nod to the Will Ferrell movie Anchorman, <laughs> yeah. which is a wonderful which, movie and everybody should course. see it. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's what Stay Classy. I'm, ki I'm kind of a big deal. From. People know me. Yeah. I yeah. just, I, you know, I've been there so many times. I just call it classy. Oh, yeah. yeah that's right. The <laughs> regulars do. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah, we're trying to build regulars um, because I want people to be able to come see me and know, you know, that I, I continue to update my repertoire. Sure. And also I'm going to do a thing where I don't know every song that people want to hear. Um, but you're going to do requests. But 
Well, I will take requests if I know them, but if I don't know them, what I will offer is um, there's going to be a box. Yeah. In fact, Adrian went on Amazon and purchased said box already. I know this. It's awesome. And you can <laughs> write down the song that you want me to learn. Okay. Put it in the box, and I'll, at the end of the night, I'll take that box home, and whatever songs are in there, I will do my best to learn them, and that will... And have them ready for the next time, so that motivates back people and see how to come back to come back to hear the brilliant, song that they yeah. requested. Brilliant, brilliant. Right? Yeah, yeah. So. that's Absolutely. a little marketing idea. <laughs> right. Well, it's, you got to yeah. get your hooks in them and make sure you pull them back. It's all yes. good. Well, I just today I happened to see a meme on Facebook. It said, "Being a musician isn't some kind of hobby. Collecting stamps is a hobby. Being a musician is a way of life. It's who you are inside." And I could not find who made that quote. I don't know. That's I mean, very that true. Quote? If you're, yeah, I mean, Dave, you know this, obviously. You can't not do it. Well, that's the, yeah. It, you know, if you, if you just want to pursue music as a career, yeah. I mean, you know, but the reality is music makes a great hobby for people. You know, if you're a surgeon and you want to, oh, or yeah. a teacher or a whatever it is that you are, you know. Oh, it's, it's good to continue to. If you're to... a truck driver and you. Or even if you can't music. sing, you should sing every day. I Get mean, singing is good out. for you. That's yeah. right. Sing in the shower. Sing in, That's sing good in for your you. car. <laughs> sing in your 18-wheeler. Yeah. You music has that, has that ability. It's a therapeutic thing. And everyone is unique. And a lot of times I'll have people say, well, I'm not a good singer. And I'm saying, so what? You know, you, you, know, you don't have a mic in front of you. You're not getting paid. If you just want to sing... Sing with me, the more the merrier. Let's have uh -huh. fun with this. It's not about how, you know, how good your pitch is or what your vo how nasal your voice is or anything else. It's about, is it real? Are you mm. singing because mm -hmm. it brings you joy and it's fun? And that's what music is supposed to bring to everybody is, is joy and love and, and fun. Uh, you know, even if it's a sad song, it, it's supposed to bring something to that part of you that related to that sad song. Well, and it'll me immediately evoke a memory. Mm. Exactly. It, music has, food has that same ability. It sure does. <laughs> maybe maybe be beverages as well, but yeah, oh yeah. Uh, but yeah definitely music does. <laughs> for better does. or worse, beverages can do that. <laughs> right. Well, for better or worse, music can too. Well, yeah. of course, yeah, but, but you do have some brilliant marketing though, uh, Jacob, and, and you're always, been. you know, crafting new cocktails mm -hmm. and, and, uh, and coming up with great things for folks to Her enjoy there. Her never stops. She's just constantly thinking yeah. of uh, really great marketing ideas. Every now and again, I slip one in. That's a good idea. That she allows. <laughs> well, the vibe down there is amazing. It, the, it is. The decor is great. And tell me about the back lonely. room. This is this has been something so in the, the works. the back room, we uh, converted it and uh, demoed it into a, a, a bar, um, mm -hmm. an event. You can, you can actually rent the back bar out. You can okay. fit about 20 to 25 folks back there. Have your own bartender. Um, we initially wanted to have a mezcal themed bar, um, and then it turns out there's a mezcal themed bar open across the street from us. So I, yeah. So we th we thought I you know that. that's their thing. We'll, okay. We'll yeah. work on something else. You know, uh, they didn't ask us to. We just you know figured yeah. we'd have a you know a different vibe. Do something it's got different. A speakeasy vibe. It sure does. Yeah. Right. That's that's what does. you're not calling it that, but. Yeah, it, that's the vibe we were going for. Yeah. yeah, well, even the door, when the door's shut, it looks like shelves. You know, yeah. there's like books on it. So unless you look real close, you don't even realize it's a door. There's a door back there. <laughs> uh, well, it's it's really a, 
it's a delightful place for folks to oh, so to enjoy. Other. I mean, I we watch a lot of British television, and the pub, you know, is mm-hmm. such a key part of the community. Absolutely, a gathering place, and that's that's what you're working toward. We've really cultivated stay classy. it to be that. <clears throat> a place where you know people that work for the city can hold have a meeting. Uh-huh. Oh, or, I've had um, symphony meetings symphony there. Symphony meetings. We had That's one right. of our favorite ones there. Oh, I'm fact. glad to hear that. We should have another one there. Anne uh, is the president of the symphony board this year, and <laughs> she asked me if I'd sit on the board. I said, I don't know why you'd want me on there, but well, the answer you, is yes. You've got a you've got a lot to uh, to help offer, particularly on our artistic advisory and just your knowledge of of professional music and professional musicians. Um, it's really going to be a, a big help. Well, I'm I'm hoping if Jacob will say yes to this, I want to uh, promote the, the symphony. That'd be great from the stage because it's Please. part oh, yes. of, of our community. Yeah. That's very important. Absolutely, well, and uh, you know there there's. You know, there are season tickets that you can get. I think there's even a mini a season. A mini, mini season, right, for right, the... that's available now. And the, the concerts the coming, coming up. Coming in the spring. No, no, were, we had Nutcracker. Oh, you did yeah, already? That was, yeah, I and it was a huge one. success, but total sellout, which is wonderful. Wonderful. Now, um, what about the uh, the Grand Canyon? Well, that's coming up in January. Tell our, us about that. Yeah, it's, it's really going to be an amazing concert because one of our four finalists will be uh, conducting. So and One it'll of be our, our first four finalist opera- conductors. Four finalist conductors, yes, and so uh, we'll be able to uh, spend some time with him and visit with him. Uh, but also, it's going to feature the Grand Canyon Suite by Freddie Graffay, and a gentleman has spent months in the Grand Canyon photographing it. So there will be huge screens. Oh, wow, he knows amazing. every measure of music, and so the music will be timed with the photography. So it will be like an immersive experience as uh, the magic of music of the West. And so, yeah, it's when good. When is it, that? Now, you put me on the spot. It's in <laughs> okay, January. Well, you <laughs> can edit that in. Okay. It's, <laughs> let, let me look that Oh, Anne's <laughs> going to, you're Googling it. <laughs> well, no, I just, I know, I know the. Talk <laughs> that amongst yourselves. It's uh, Jan- yeah, January 19th. <laughs> January 19th. You know, I should have all this committed to memory, but it's I don't. Anyway, uh, yeah, there's there's so much happening with live music. and oh, yeah. uh, And, of course, from the symphony standpoint you know we want younger people coming Absolutely. and and so always thinking of new ways to to attract um more patrons to the to the arts including classical music right young people of the symphony but see we want symphony people at state class and that, they're coming too. and and so you know a demographic sure i love playing for young younger people on the weekends but my thursdays from five to seven young people you are invited but <laughs> i really want to get a demographic of folks that just want to come down there and hang out and see their friends. And, you know, they just want to do it from five to seven, then go next door to Portofino and have, have a lovely marvelous dinner. Italian food. Uh, we did that. And they can mm-hmm. still be home by 10 brushing their teeth. Yeah. And, you know. As old people are wont to do. <laughs> I wasn't Ready gonna for say that. Oh, wasn't gonna say that. I'm not old. That, that I was gonna, nice to me. I was gonna say post young. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, guys, you know this is this has been so much. We could we could go on and on, sure but um, suffice it to say, uh, on Thursdays and then Friday and Saturday nights at State Classy Waco, the wonderful Dave Ennis will be playing his Petrov piano, and you've got to hear, got to hear this this instrument play. But I like to end these visits with a little questionnaire. We've done this. Have 
Yeah, You've done I it? Okay. We, yeah. Well, let's do it again because I've slept since I heard your answer. You put me on so, the spot. No. So this is, uh, this is a little questionnaire James Lipton would use on Inside the Actor's Studio. So what is your favorite word? Hmm. Joy. Segway. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> okay. We will segue into your, segue. Least, your least favorite word then. No. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that before, yeah. So you're agreeing with that? You don't want to hear no? Well, it depends. I, you know, <laughs> I, I can deal with it. I hear it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. What turns you on? I don't want to. Here's what I don't want to hear. It's actually two words. Uh-huh. And I say, you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. Not, exactly. I, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> what turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? first yeah uh you know uh i like challenges i think that turn that really gets my gears going yeah any sort of challenge i'm i'm a creative problem solver so uh yeah challenges i, I love challenge yeah yeah i'm gonna stick with as a performer and even as it relates to playing down at at uh, state classy and and that is that when you have a group of people that are gathered and they f- can come together around music yeah. that I'm offering to them, and then they're bouncing their energy back to me. Mm-hmm. And so it, it creates a loop, mm-hmm. and the music gets better, and the crowd has more fun. And then at a certain point, the piano just plays itself, and I'm just <laughs> in the crowd like everybody else, and it's become an event. And that's where I like to get to. So. That's what frees me up to play at my best is when I'm kind of, I kind of can take my hands off the steering wheel. That's wonderful. Yeah. I've never heard it described that way. That's, that's great. That's great. What sound then do you love the most? Oh, man. I love the sound of my wife's voice. Oh, man, how, how am I supposed to top that? Yeah. Good top luck. that. <laughs> Uh, on a particularly challenging, hard day, I like the sound of a beer opening. Oh, yeah. Pop a top again. <laughs> you were Another country say, music you reference. You were supposed to say, I love the sound of Dave playing that uh, That Petrov piano. <laughs> Man, that was a softball. Uh, that's right. And you Failure. went for popping a beer. You know what, though? I do, I do this uh, Jim Ed Brown song called Papa Top. I, was, I just oh, referenced I it, yeah. Papa yeah. Top again. Yeah, and that's the way the record starts is when they pop on the top. <laughs> okay, so what sound do you hate? Who? Uh, fingernails on a chalkboard. Oh, yeah. I can't even think about it. Styrofoam. Ooh. Yeah. I yeah, really some people really, that really goes up their back. K- Katie also has Kind of a squeaky call. noise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what other profession would you have liked to try? I feel like I gave this answer uh, last time. I wanted to be a teacher. So I went to college. Um, part of my journey was to be a teacher, and then I switched to history. Um, I think it's because I, I saw all of the uh, <clears throat> the bureaucracy of being a teacher and just how they just get pounded into the ground. And yeah, I, know. I just, you know, I'm more of a doer anyway, so I, I switched from that but i would i love working with kids so hats off to people who do yeah oh my god it's because they have to put up truly, with a lot especially right now yeah truly yeah. it's a tough mm. time mm. 
Okay. Dave? I, I have nothing to fall back on. I've always <laughs> wanted to do this. Yeah. From the time I was, let's see, my mom was my teacher. I started playing with her teaching me at six. But, you know, I was doing this when I was so little that the keys Just were Just to reach there up and I'd, I'd go make to the, the piano, piano play. Because I heard mom's piano students. She taught out of our home. Mm -hmm. And so I really have never considered anything else. Evidently, the plan was, my father is was an attorney. Uh, and evidently, the plan was that I would follow my father's footsteps. But the music just got me. And so I've mm -hmm. done it all my life. And, and it's my first love and I can't think of anything else you know I was going to try to come up with something pithy like <laughs> Canadian Mountie or you know or Park Ranger and and and, and that'd be know. fun too <laughs> yeah uh I mean there's a lot of things that would be interesting um uh history I love history yeah uh yeah so but no I as long as I can play I'm going to do that and there and there's nothing else that makes me go well, you know, music's cool, but I, you know, I could have done that just as easily because if there was, I'd be doing that instead. Yeah, mm. yeah. Wow. yeah, well said. Finally, when you arrive at the pearly gates, what do you want to hear God say? Welcome. <laughs> yeah, definitely not the opposite. Uh, <laughs> There's the door. <laughs> Welcome, good and faithful yeah. servant. Yes, oh, and Ennis, you could come in too. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would like to hear something like that. Probably, yeah. uh, hey, good job. You tried your best, and that was good enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it guys. is good enough. Oh, well, it's it's wonderful what's happening uh, in the 700 block of Austin Avenue, I will say. With Stay Classy, Waco, the wonderful Dave Ennis and his Petrov piano. Yeah, just go by and take a look at it, but better still yes, go go and it. sit down and listen to him play no it. touch yeah. it you can see don't it from touch this, it from, yeah <laughs> not even me we're not allowed to touch it uh but yeah you can see it from the street people can walk by and and look through the window and there i am just playing away yeah well it's delightful and uh, you guys are great thank you for being with us thanks for having today. absolutely thank you for joining us and join us again for another edition of central texas life bye-bye Central Texas Life with Ann Harder is part of the Rogue Media family. Be sure to check out our other shows at roguemedianetwork.com. Please rate this show five stars on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Join us again soon for more Central Texas Life with Ann Harder.